Hey there, everyone. This is Jacqueline Jacks with the Daily Jacks on AVA Live Radio. If you missed our last segment, Dr. Tracy Timberlake and I were talking about finding your purpose. And, you know, it was such a great segment. You've got to go back and listen to that. You will not regret it. But today we're going to talk about manifesting your best life. And the reason why is because, man, if you don't have a vision for yourself, you're going to have one after this episode, and you're really going to want to follow these instructions because both Tracy and I have manifested our lives, and we both know where we started, and we both know how we got here, and this is it. This is how we did it. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Hi, Jackie. So excited about this one. Thanks for having me. I am too. I really am because vision boards and just knowing where you're going, even if it changes up, right? So like manifesting your best life isn't necessarily about sticking to one thing for your whole entire life. It's about understanding what's going to make you happy. That's how I feel. How do you feel about it? Yes. No, that's exactly right. It's, it's thinking, okay, what are the things, and it, it is about, you know, being happy because it's, it's really about the feeling that you get because people say they want a big house or they want a big car or they want their dream job. But at the end of the day, why do you want those things? You want those things because having those things will make you happy. Mm-hmm. So it absolutely is about the emotion of happiness and pursuing happiness because you're allowed to experience that. So true. And you know, listen, I know a lot of people throw a lot of shade on money and earnings and success in that in that area and having things. And we're not supposed to tie our happiness to things. But I can say that having more money rather than less money can make things easier just because you have maybe a little more time to be able to do maybe your passion project or pursue the arts until you can make it into a business or maybe you don't want to make it a business. I don't know. But I feel like we have to talk about finances and manifesting your best life at some point. And I think a lot of people have bad relationships with money. Like they feel like they don't deserve to make money. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that listen, I, I love the money conversation. It is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I was one of those people that, you know, had I and mean, there's a lot of people in this world that have judgment on people who have money. Um, and it's it's not even a judgment of them. It's really a judgment because they don't think that they can have what they have. And so they create these, you know, like this, this barrier, this, uh, you know, almost a repelling energy to attracting money. And for me, for example, and I always talk about it, how, you know, I grew up in a very middle class family, um, you know, we were not wealthy at all. Um, but I always felt very uncomfortable when people would talk about things like expensive, like that's expensive. And I always felt very uneasy about it, like felt very limiting, um, things like budgets. And while, you know, I think it's healthy to have, you know, like to not squander money, but sometimes we limit ourselves to what we're allowed to experience simply because of our past and and how we grew up and, and the environment. And so much of how we relate to money really does come from how our parents taught us about money. And then, you know, that came from how their parents taught them about money. And so you get to be an adult really reliving a childhood over and over again and perpetuating a cycle that says, you're not allowed to have it. You don't 
don't deserve it. You can't attract it. You can't attain it. Or money is hard to come by. Or money doesn't grow on trees. Or, you know, like there's so many things that that people learn. And so one of the things that I do uh, really in my practice is I just, I teach people how to have better relationships with money and how to be a non-repellent, to like stop having a repelling energy to money coming in. Because the truth is, is like, there's like, there's a lot of money in this world. Like there's actually enough money for everybody to be, you know, a millionaire several times over, but because some people just have better attractive energy to it. And some people don't, then, you know, it causes, it causes the tension and the friction and to what you were saying about money and having money, you know, people don't want to truly believe that money controls their life, but it does because (laughs) money determines a lot of things like money determines where you live. Money determines the kind of car you drive. Money determines the quality of the food that you eat. Money Mm -hmm. determines what kind of college your, your kids can go to money. Money actually determines a lot. So if money determines that much, then you better figure out a way to make it work for you because it's going to be around. So true. It's around everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's not going to like, it's not going to make someone talented and it's not going to make somebody, um, it's not going to make them necessarily successful because, you know, in all honestly, honesty, anytime I've ever started a business, I started and I made sure I did not pour money into it. I always made sure I learned to do things and try to open everything on a shoestring so that because I feel like if if you just always throw money at things, you make yeah. huge mistakes that take up so much time, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And as, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, I was the same way. Like, you um, have I'm to a, reserve. a fan of in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping your keeping your business or your the projects that you're keeping them very lean. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, until you're like until you've learned really the flow of how it's going to work because uh, you know, it can be a huge mistake to just throw a whole bunch of money into something and, and then not even love it. You know, I think a lot of people do that too, is they throw a lot of money into something, but they don't even love it at the end. So when you put in like the, the sweat equity, so to speak, and like the muscle and the hustle, um, I think that you learn to love it a little bit more. And I think it's good to, to participate in the thing that, that you're wanting, you know what I mean? And to be, to be in it. Mm -hmm. I think it's good. I can't remember where I heard this, this saying, but it's always stuck with me. And it was wealthy people plan or save for their dynasty where unwealthy people plan or save for their weekend. And that yes. stuck with me huge. Cause I was like, wow. Yeah, that's just so true. I mean, like anyone I've ever known that has been highly successful, they do not throw their wealth around, you know, like, unless they're buying something they've right. always wanted and they're treating themselves, but right. like, but it's then, not it's, like a daily, know, right. Yeah. It's, it's very purposeful. Like their money is placed mm-hmm. with purpose to be able to grow. And I think that even when you're getting started and you want to manifest your best life, it's good to be reserved to the point where you're like, okay, I want to open this business or I want this future for myself. So I have to be leaner now in order to plan for that. You know, I have to save or put my money where it's going to grow better or make better investments so that I will have that in the future. And that's probably something a lot of people don't do. My dad's always been really strict on stuff like that, which is really funny that he is, right? He's he's always been like, he's always been like, well, you have to pay your savings account. Like it's a bill. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I've always been yes. like, oh my goodness. That's, okay. I mean, that's that's a good one though. <laughs> it's yeah, good to no, add. it's a good 
and teaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a part of when it comes to manifestation, I mean, money is just a, a part of that conversation, but it's a big part of the conversation because whatever destiny you want, I assume it's going to require funding. Yes. <laughs> right? I it does. You're going to need some funds. If you want to make music, right. you have to buy all this expensive equipment, even if it's a, right. it's an iPad or an iPhone, it still costs money to it's get a computer. Money. Right. Yeah. And the better the better your quality of sound is going to be and the more money you're going to put in that project. If you want to be an artist, you have to get paints, you have to get things, you know, you have to build a website. So there's a lot of things that you absolutely need. But when it comes to, I just want to, we'll finish off the money point and go on to manifesting more because like the money is just, it's one of those things that you just have to plan for, even if it's putting little bits away and it's, like you can steal from yourself, right? Like you don't need that yeah. Starbucks coffee. You don't need to go out that weekend. You can like save. There's ways to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there is, there is. Um, but yeah, so moving into the manifesting conversation, I think that now more than ever, people are are open to understanding this this work, right? There, when I, when I talk about manifesting, it's really like you get to be the chooser of your life. You get to choose how you want everything to be. And and not only do you get to choose, but whatever it is you desire is 100% available to you. The problem mm-hmm. is, is that most people don't think that it is. And so they find themselves stuck because they don't, they don't, allow things to come into their experience. And when I talk about manifesting to people and I say, this is, this is how it's done. It really is a very scientific, like, I mean, go breaking it down to like the, the basic biology of atoms and energy. And there's been so many studies on it, especially now, um, or in the last 20 years or so where people talk about how things are created because it really just is energetic. And the good news is this is great news because if we know that it is energetic and if we know we can change our energy and if we know we actually have the power to change our energy, to tune it into a frequency that attracts the things we want, then we have so much more power than we have ever believed we had. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because what I tell people, like, whatever life you have right now is because you decided that's the life you were going to have yesterday. Yeah. So if you want a different life tomorrow, then make it a choice. change it. Yeah. No matter how much it hurts. And it does. Yeah. Sometimes it means you got to let go of people in your life, you know, that yes. aren't right. The ones that are, Mm-mm. you know, you, you have your own self-sabotage that you got to let go of yes, everybody does that's it the biggest thing that upper limit you know what happens in your mind yes yeah. that upper limit problem that people have it's i mean it's it's a beast to tackle and and you know there's so many the wonderful thing is there's so many resources available for people to be able to do it but yeah it's, let's it's talk all about that just for a second because i still to this day as great my mindset is and as as successful as i've been and as many things as I figured out, I still find that I dump into a self-sabotaging, you know, like area every once in a while. And I purposely, right? You got to spin yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. We recognize it though. That's the difference. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Is I'd be like, Ooh, that's, where did that come from? And it'll be the most, sometimes it's random. Like, you know, um, for me having like high level support matters a great deal. I mean, as a coach, I believe in coaching, obviously, so I have my own mentors and coaches that really will help, like, keep me in check. I just had a conversation with one of my coaches yesterday, and he was like, Tracy, 
this conversation is just unavoidable. And like, <laughs> then we walk away and then he's like kicking my butt about all the things <laughs> that, you know, I've been like in my mind about. Um, and I've worked with him for like four years. So he knows me very, very well. So he can, you know, immediately yeah. find the thing that's the issue. Um, but yeah, when it comes to our mindset and our upper limits, and we are always as people, and this is, this is how I teach it, is that we are designed to always be expanding and always be increasing. Like we, that's just how we're created to, to always be expanding. When you're a baby, your cells know exactly what to do so that you can grow into an adult person. And then you're an adult. Like we're always expanding. It's your hair is always growing. Your nails are growing. Like you are designed to always be growing and expanding. When you find yourself in a place where you're not growing and expanding, there is a reason. And for people who do high level work or who people who live a high level life, like yourself, you do get to the point where you're like, when nothing's happening, like, and it's almost like when things are just, they've just been even throughout, you start to go, huh, well, what's not, like, what am I what not is doing? Wrong? I feel like something should be happening, right? Like, I should yeah. be growing. Because it's almost like those those upper limit beliefs, they come up, and, you know, we were talking about coughing and things earlier, but, you know, when you cough, it's because there's phlegm in your throat, and, <laughs> you know, you cough to clear it up. So the phlegm comes up, So and then you cough to clear it. Well, the limiting beliefs are the same thing. When you learn how to witness them and be aware of them, it comes up so that you can clear it. And any time that I know that I'm struggling with a particular something like, uh, you know, a mindset thing that I seem to not be able to get over or that's like really, you know, on my mind, I know that I'm probably on the, on the verge of some sort of expansion. It's on the horizon, like something's happening and this has come up now so that I can clear it. God, that's such a good conversation. And you know what? You're so right. I mean, my mom's always telling me, you got to slow down. You're going to wear yourself out. You're going to burn yourself out. And I'm like, I slowed down for a day and I'm like, oh man, I am so bored. I can't stand this anymore. I can't take it anymore. I was like, I was like, I'm going to take all day off. It's like two o'clock and I'm like, okay, I'm, I got to do something, something. right? <laughs> yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's true. It's because we're so used to, you know, and it's not exhausting. I mean, there are times where it does get exhausting and then we take a break, you know, no big deal. Right. But it's not exhausting when you know that it's, it's what you're supposed to do. And if you listen to the last show, we talked about purpose, mm-hmm. you know, when you're working in your purpose, you know, working to manifest the, the life that you want, then it actually becomes fun because you also start to witness like you witnessed your power a little bit. You're like, Oh, I, I was able to create that experience or I was able to call that. Yeah. Right. And then you get in this space eventually where you just, you're in your zone. So you know what you're doing, you do it, you learn new things, you, you test your skills, you try out new things. And, but ultimately it's just about perfecting, um, you know, what you're doing. And, and like you mentioned, shifting with the times is really big. Yeah. Because, you know, manifesting your life, let me tell you, the the, the goals that I have now are not the goals that I had a year ago (laughs) and not the goals I had five years ago. Those change all the time and people don't think they do, but they do. Yes. Yeah, you have to, and you have to be okay with them changing. I think there are some mm-hmm. people that are so like stuck on like this is what I want, but yeah, like you said, times change. Yes. And the thing that you might have said you wanted may not even exist in five years. Right. What do you yeah. know? Right. So, no, so true. Yeah, you know, listen to yourself. Yeah, listen to yourself. But I think the most important thing when it comes to manifesting, or the first step, I would say, is to get really, really clear on what it is you want. And I'm not talking specifics to material things, although that can be a part of it, but like, what is it that you want? 
what are the things that you feel like you want to experience? How do you want to feel? Why do you want to feel that way? Um, because when you can tap into the emotion, that's, that's really where the power is. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what people often don't realize is that, you know, in our minds, we think, and that creates an electrical frequency, electrical, you know, that they measure EKGs. Um, in our hearts, that creates a magnetic frequency. So now if you can think it in your mind and you can feel the feeling of it, you've just created a whole electromagnetic frequency that causes these things to naturally come into your life. And it's not even, and sometimes it's going to come in a way that you don't even recognize that it's what you wanted, but you wanted the feeling. So that's why I'm saying just focus on the feeling because the things that will bring you those feelings will come. It's the law. It is. The it law. is. And people will not believe you. It's amazing. Like sometimes know, it's hard like to realize that you can literally manifest what you want, you know, and it's just, you're not asking for it. You're not focused on it. You're not, you know, really asking right. big enough. And you're not you know? clear. Yeah. And you're not clear because you keep, if your mind says, and this is often what happens, you know, with my clients, their mind will say things like, I want to have a successful business. I really want to have a successful business because I'm a business coach. But it's then in random. their heart, they're feeling like, in their heart, their hearts are saying, oh, that's never going to happen. You're yeah. going to fail at this. You know, yeah. so now you have two very dissonant energies in your own body so that are contradicting each other. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's not happening because you have two contradictory frequencies that have no idea what it is you want, right? So that's why I'm saying get them all in. And there's been so much. If you look at the Heart Math Institute, they've studied this stuff. There's thousands and thousands. Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's a big, I'm actually going to one of his conferences next week in Colombia, um, South America to, you know, hear more of this research. Uh, there's so much research on this now um, and how how your body actually becomes aligned with itself, you know, and when it's not in alignment, that's how people become diseased or, you know, disease, what we call is it. like, because it, it doesn't know what to do. It's now freaking out. It's like all over the place trying to figure out what you, <laughs> so just be very, really clear on like, what is it that you want? And then can you get, can you get into the emotional, the emotional part of why you want it? And just as an example, if you say, Oh, uh, you know, I really want a Ferrari. Like I just <laughs> really want a Ferrari. Okay, great. You want a Ferrari. What would it feel like to be in the Ferrari? Would, would it feel like imagine yourself being in it. How does it feel? Do you feel happy? Do you feel accomplished? Do you feel successful? Do you feel like a, a boss? Like what is it that you feel? If you can tap into those emotional frequencies, then it just amplifies the manifestation process and then you get to call it all in. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I've always, I've always had a, a vision board too, you know, and there are times, listen, mm -hmm. there are times when I don't have a vision board because at this point, I have pretty strong visions of my own, so right. I don't necessarily yeah, need it. But I same. highly, yeah. I highly recommend that you do it because, you know, for the people, you know, um, there's a lot of distractions in life, and there's a lot yeah. of people that are going to come along and try to distract you, even if they don't know that they are, because they can't read your mind. So if you have right. a vision board, and this would just be anything you want, but as long as you can see it every single day so that you can see your purpose and the vision work can change. You can take things down, yep. you can add things as you learn about it and you research, you'll find out things you like and things you don't. But if you can wake up and see this vision board every day, it's going to remind you of what's most important and you're going to start shifting your focus to yes. adding those little layers, those little pieces in that direction. It's amazing how that works. It's like that, that purpose just starts to form a path. You know, 
It does, because then you get to, because, you know, we can talk about universal law and principle, and I think the most popular one, I think, for people is probably the law of attraction, and Mm -hmm. I think that while that is a law, I mean, the the, the bigger one is probably the law of vibration, and when you look at that vision board, and again, you get into the feeling of what it would feel like to have all those things, well, now, you know, and, and this has been measured where your body actually emits an electromagnetic field that's about anywhere between five meters to eight meters wide. And you will be able to call things in that are a match based off of your vibration to you. And when you get like, for example, if you're looking at the vision board, like I've had vision boards too, but now I'm at the point same as you where I can just, it's, you know, I do so much meditation now. It's like all in my head all the time. Um, (laughs) That I can just, you know, like when you look at it, you like you have no other option but to start calling it in because you're 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 just sitting there and what you focus on expands and you'll start to notice things differently. You'll start to walk a little different. You'll start to feel different on a regular basis. And then all of a sudden you look back, you know, two, three, four, five, ten years, however long it takes, and you have accomplished everything on the vision board. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You're planning for your future. Because, you know, a lot yeah. of people, they'll only do a task that's just for that moment and just for mm-hmm. that day, but they don't ever really plan like any anything or any purpose for the future. And I think probably that's something that I review every week, you know, every yeah. single week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, if I want to put any time into this, how is this going to affect what's happening right now? But also how is it going to affect something that's going to happen or that I want to happen a month from now or a year from now? And is it part of the brand? Is it part of the legacy? Is it part of something? Where does it fit? You know, but automatically, I know that I'm, I'm kind of challenging myself all the time with these same thoughts. And I think it really does help. And I think what, what people don't realize, and this has also been proven scientifically, is that your brain doesn't actually know what's real and what's not. No, it so doesn't. So if you are consistently <laughs> looking at your vision board and you tell yourself that you live in you know, a, a nine-bedroom mansion and you have a, a boat parked out in front and you, you, know, you drive the Ferrari, your mind think that's, thinks that's real. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. And so it what sucks. happens is when you come out of that space, when, you're, when you realize that you're not living that life, it creates what's called cognitive dissonance and you're, it stresses your brain out. Your brain actually does not like that you're not in the mansion because you've spent so much time looking at the mansion. It liked how it felt in the mansion and you're not experiencing it. So what happens is your brain now starts to go, oh, we need to get into that mansion. What <laughs> we need to do to get to that like and then it starts like you start like seeing the opportunities right you start thinking about things differently because it is trying to to eliminate the stress of not having the mansion because not having the mansion it's not a possibility (laughs) right it's like it does not like that feeling so it's like i want that feeling what do i need to do to get it and you'll be amazed at like how it just opens up your capacity to do more things to experience more things to make more connections you know that will get you to that place (laughs) yeah totally does and i want to remind people too that this is not necessarily for just one thing because you can manifest like for instance I'm not just a radio show host. I mean, this is, yeah, the main thing I do, but I'm actually an artist. I went to art school. I've been doing it for a long time. I get yeah. I get into music. I've been doing that for a long time. And all yeah. of that is part of the manifested life that I wanted for myself a long time ago. Not necessarily in the same traditions that maybe other people want from them, but it's it's been a part of my life that I enjoy and I like. And 
And as I move into my future, I always am reevaluating what do I want to be 10 years from now? Like what, yeah. what would make me happy 10 years from now? Do I, do I want to be more of a full-time artist? Do I want to sing more? Do I want to um, continue to do what I'm doing? That all really does kind of become part of the process as you move right. through, you know? So it's not just sometimes yeah, you, you don't have to worry about being stuck in one thing. And the average person anyway, they, they develop a lot of different things over the course of their lifetime. Yeah. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. And you have to give yourself permission to, to explore things because mm-hmm. in the exploration, you start to get clear on what it is you like and what yes, it is you don't like. I matter. know. Yeah, you do. You learn about yourself. It really does. Mm-hmm. I always, you know, listen, when, the, when things are really struggling, when things are really hard and you are at breaking point, that's when you learn the most about yourself. And I think... Oh, for sure. Right? What you're made of. <laughs> it is. It is. And that's right. really where you like start to gain your confidence. Because when you come out of it, how you come out of it, even if you've made a mess of it, I mean, you could have destroyed yourself and all the others around you. But the way you come out of it eventually is is what is going to establish that character. And that is yeah. going to be part of you succeeding and manifesting that life moving forward, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and often, you know, what I tell people is, you know, we all want different things. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I mean? Like yeah. the kind of life you want is different than the kind of life I want, which is different than the kind of life someone else wants. Yes. So I truly believe, I mean, I'm a faith-based person, but I truly believe that like, what you see in your mind's eye, like that's, that is like God or the universe, whatever you call it, that is, you know, God or the universe showing you what's possible for your life. You can achieve all of those things, Ooh, right? Because we all yeah. want different things. You just so, reminded you know, like, me. I'm not going to imagine something that I don't want. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? So, exactly. Yeah. So whatever it is you, you are seeing in your mind's eye, you're totally capable of experiencing Mm, and you know what? You just reminded me of something. How many days did it take to create the universe? Right. Right? Quickly. Right. Fast. Quickly, right? <laughs> yeah. So if, if yeah. you are trying to manifest something and you're asking for little things and you're not asking little. for big things and you don't think you deserve big things, you know, like right. I no longer quest to make a certain amount of money i quest for other things that are a lot larger and not like a bigger car or you know a bigger piece of something it's a a bigger dream a bigger world and Mm -hmm. the reason why is because i no longer think that i'm at that point where i'm gonna just make this much money this year and then i'm good you know i don't want that to Mm -hmm. be part of my manifestation i i want to leave that open right (laughs) because yeah I don't want to close myself down. Because you can cap down. yourself too. Right? Yeah, yeah, you, you can, can cap yourself as well. Like you can, well, whatever it is. Like I want to make, you know, $500,000, a million dollars, whatever. But like if $10 million is available for you, but all you're thinking of is a measly one, Think then yeah, bigger. You're, you're limiting yourself. Yes. And Think ask bigger. for bigger, right? Put your faith ask in bigger. bigger. And whether yes. you're asking, you know, you're, if you're religious and you're asking your God, if you're praying on this or if you're asking the universe, if you're spinning the good positive vibes out into the universe and whatever your faith is or how you ask, ask for bigger, 
because it can totally happen. And it usually does. That opportunity is literally going to come out of nowhere. If you are hiding under a rock, as long as you're praying on it and you're asking for bigger, it's going to find you. Somebody's going to lift up that rock, right? And they're going to say, hey, Mm -hmm. did you ask for this? (laughs) Or do you want this? Because I don't need it anymore. I mean, literally can come out of nowhere. Yeah, because that is, and you know, and so often, like, that's what I think, too, is, like, sometimes it's, like, I know how I got here, but I don't know how I got here. Like, at the same time, it's, like, <laughs> I know, I know how I got here, and it was what I wanted, but it's also, like, so much bigger than I ever thought, and and I still know that there's even more, Yes, you know, on the way. Yeah. So, don't you self. know, you get to experience, yeah, you get to have everything you want, and I think that's what people don't realize, is that you actually do. You can have it all. You can have everything that you want. You do have to show up for it, though. Yeah, don't self-sabotage yourself. Yeah. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. shut it all down. Yeah, yeah you yeah. do have to do the inner work to make sure that you get there, and, and you have to be clear, and you have to allow it, because if you're, you know, fighting yourself on it, then that's not going to work either. No. And this is great. Tracy, thank you so much for manifesting your You're best welcome. life. I love these two topics. You've got to do this more <laughs> often. I actually yeah. I feel better for the conversation. I do. Right? I do too. <laughs> I feel even more. Oh my gosh. Tomorrow's yeah, going to be exciting. a good, good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good reminders for us. It's very good to go over it. So, um, okay, so guys, I want you to go and find Tracy Timberlake on social media. She's got um, so many places that she exists and that you can you can hook up with her and ask her questions and join her live streams and things. You'll really enjoy it. And I, as I always do, we always sit down and have these yeah. conversations. And you know yes. what? We need to do them more often, Tracy. These are fun. We do. We, yeah. we really do. So I'm hopefully if people them. have other questions, we can add them to the list of topics. To I'm going to manifest this. <laughs> I'm going to manifest yeah. this to happen. We are so going to do it. All right. Have a great day, you guys. And thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this with a friend. And remember... Finding Your Purpose is the other episode, so go back and go listen to that right here on ABA Live Radio. And um, yeah, oh my gosh, Daily Jacks every day, abaliveradio.info. See you guys. stories that fuel my passion so says ryan boyce the songwriter for the artisan thieves available now on spotify they've got some great new music that we've been highlighting out of utah this song is about depression fueled by misfortune and economic circumstances something that i think everyone can relate to at one time or another in their lives but just listen up for yourself because this is a really cool song shadow of a great divide everybody in town wants you now play the devil's
listen to Ziggy the Vintage Man. He has a new single out and it's absolutely charming. From Where I Need to Be is the name of the single. It's on Spotify. He also has a music video out. This is a love letter written from a musician on the road to his family back home. He has had a very rocky relationship with his family, but wants just to come back home and work it out. That's Ziggy the Vintage Man from Where I Need to Be. Me once, you told me twice. Third time wasn't quite so nice. Things take a while, stick to me. I know we often disagree, honey. Can I please just come back home to you? Miss the children, I miss your smile. I've been gone quite a while. This road is taking its toll on me. I just wanna be back. In our family's company Cause I'm just 200 miles From where I need to be Sun's going down About a mile's left to go I call many times Please answer the phone Traveling's make me feel so all alone Honey, I just won't come back home 
how it all went wrong. I wear these emotions in this song. Oh, in this song. I started thinking it didn't take long. It didn't take long. In your arms is where I belong. Mr. Children, I miss your smile. I've been gone quite a while This road is taking its toll on me I just want to be Back in our family's company Cause I'm just 200 miles I'm just 200 miles I'm just 200 miles From where I need to be and the usual troubles that all people face on a daily basis is the topic of conversation on this new single from their first EP, Shut Me Out. Chicago rock band High Street is already headed up our charts with some great new streams and some great new music. Be sure to go check them out on ABA Live Radio's Release Radar playlist over there on Spotify.
talking to my baby And it drove us crazy Way, way crazy Emily Gamboni has a new EP called Treading Waters Out. That is the song Cold that we are featuring this week on AVA Live Radio. She's got a beautiful, unique voice, and she is influenced by people like Stevie Nicks and Amy Winehouse. She's out of Kent, Ohio. I hope you guys enjoy this song. Cold is a song about breakups and that empty feeling that happens when the breakup first occurs. Oh, we've all been there. Emily, thanks for bringing us a beautiful song. We love Cold. Available now on Spotify. I guess we'll chalk it up to a miscommunication You really try my patience By twisting up all my words So you could hear what you wanted me to say But I'm sorry, love, it doesn't work that way Can we have one night where there ain't no fight, nobody get shot? They don't want problems. 
In a world where almost every rapper is talking about guns, violence, and drugs, this West Coast hip-hop artist, Max 17, is breaking stereotypes. He's not only that, but he's breaking his own record, gathering 10,000 streams in just 10 days. I can't wait to see what's ahead. I know it's going to be big. We'll be looking for lots more, as this artist will no doubt become one of our top hip-hop artists here at AVA Live Radio. His flow is addicting, telling a tale that speaks to today's generation of hip-hop listeners, as well as bringing in a listener that typically is not a hip-hop fan. I think it's going to speak to a lot of people in 2020, so keep your eye on this track. It's called Problems by Mac17. Go get it on Spotify. Like they do, who the hell are you? Besides, I know the mini me. We've been in the game, making our names known, getting our music out, building our clout, blessing the stage, letting our rage turn into page for the next generation. While the suckers keep hating, that's what they're doing, so we let them. We in motion moving, gotta keep grooving. Selling, stacking our man of action. Satisfaction is guaranteed. I'll leave with the left, better watch your step. I keep blow, deliver the final blow. You ain't low, train to be the best. The cornerstone, the builders rejected. Rise up a page with the gathering sections, trying to dissect the weakest link. In the blink of an eye, either one of us can die. So I run every day like it's my last, never live in the past. We in the presence, when you ain't my presence, better check yourself like you check your buff. You really don't want no problems. There's only one way to solve them till your best better to resolve them. Before things get out of hand, you're sinking in sand for the choices you made and the games that you play. Better keep both fives on the road, we in our own lane. All original, powerful individuals making waves over ripples wherever we go. We gon' keep on keeping it real, and that's for sure. There's only one thing that I know both for blow. They don't want problems. There's only one way to go, they don't want There's only one way to go, they don't want There's only one thing I know, they don't want That's one thing I know for sure, they don't want Get your stack ass up out of here, boy. I call the nuclear holocaust over here, fool. Let's go, let's go. Come on, now. Pull up in Hiroshima and niggas suck. Nigga, you fool, let's go. 